Have you ever wondered how the military goes into hostile regions and they don't get killed by the locals? Well, they use a reliable strategy and you can use it in your life too. Welcome to the episode. Five, four, three, two, one, liftoff. Two women, one mission to break through the BS of business, money and mindset. So you can live the life you desire and deserve sooner. Join Pauline Longdon and Ray Brent as they keep breaking through the BS. Buckle up and hold on to your aura. Enjoy the ride. G'day listeners, this is Pauline Longdon and Ray Brent and welcome back to Breaking, Breaking Through, through the, the BS. BS. I still love that bit. Alrighty, so uh, on today's episode, what we're going to share with you is a campaign that we deployed a lot when we were in the military, and it's something that as business owners we can do to help people get to know, like, and trust us, and that is winning hearts and mind campaigns. And uh, there are a lot of situations in real life, as in real life in civilian um, world, where this can be deployed with really great results but firstly let's just go through about what a a heart and mind campaign is hey ray yeah yeah pauline um can you tell us about how it um shows up in the military okay so what normally happens is when a um, military force goes into a new area a new country or a, a region like you know afghanistan or let's take it back to the second world war you know the war in pacific was raging you know really it was amazing it was like the Japanese were so close to Australia it wasn't funny and so what what happened was the Australian forces went into places like Papua New Guinea, Bougainville, uh, the Solomon Islands and down to Vanuatu and all that sort of like a ring you know of protection around Australia and all the way through like Indonesia, Sumatra we know like where all the theatres of war were up in there Singapore and that sort of thing but whenever a military force goes into a new area they are at risk of upsetting the people, like the people who already live there. The locals. The locals, because, like, you know, you don't go into virginal land where there is no inhabitants. That just doesn't happen. Like, on every continent on the, on the planet, apart from Antarctica, there are humans living there and have inhabited that area for a long time. And this is probably one of the things that the British didn't do very well, is they didn't do um, win hearts and minds with the Indigenous people when they did the whole colonisation thing through throughout the world. But the British for another I know, another but the British time. weren't the only ones who failed at that. You know, the Portuguese, the Dutch and everyone else that were, you know, out there empire building didn't do a very good job. So what we can do though, we can learn from the problems of the past and then either don't repeat them or improve on them when we apply this to business. So what happens though is when we go into these areas, like think about Afghanistan um, especially with modern warfare, in the olden days, like you know, you could tell the Japanese by their uniforms, uniforms, right? And uniforms were like the the clear sign that someone was the enemy, enemy, like you know, the belligerent that you're actually fighting against. So, but these days there are kids on the streets dressed up as everything else but they've got like weapons and things like that so how do you know so this is where the heart and mind campaigns really come into their own in modern warfare because you need to get the trust and um the likability 
from the the locals. And the loyalty. And the loyalty is a big thing as well. Um, So what the whole Heart and Mind campaign is um, about is to actually become friends and the guest of the people that you're you're helping instead of being the enemy and a pest because if it goes wrong people will become very hostile towards you and they will take every opportunity to dob you in or you know like reveal your operations and things like that and they will just shut you down and uh, if you don't have the support of the locals then you're pretty much sunk everything that you do will be broadcast around and you will be always on the back foot so what the heart and mind campaign is about is to make peace with people around you get on with them be that welcome guest and friend and so that you can work um, in peace and harmony together and get the job done yeah so that's where it comes from and and why is it important well because you don't want to go into hostile areas do you i mean no one wants that and because if you do then there is like a bigger uh loss of life loss of resources and things like that so you know basically you're um lowering the risk of failure as well okay so how does this apply to us in business well it really does um because there are a few companies out there that have really won the hearts and minds of people there are some that have had to redeem themselves And there are some that I, you know, I'm no psychic, but I see in the future that there are some big companies, especially in Australia, that are going to have to do hearts and mind campaigns to get back in in the near future. In the near future. So we'll discuss those now. So in my humble but very accurate opinion, um, a company that's really won the hearts and minds of people are companies like Apple. And they've got a huge tribe, haven't they? Like they've got raving fans. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you just just look at it every time they uh, go to release a new product. Yeah, yeah. It's like they have people lined up sleeping outside for days on end. Yeah, and they don't even know how much the product is. They don't often know the capabilities of it. I mean, things were a lot better for Apple when Steve Jobs was at the helm. They've lost a lot of ground since then. But they still have their loyal fans because they won the hearts and minds yeah. of those fans. And they're... They're what's known as zealots these days. They are, absolutely. So that Apple, to me, Apple is a, a company that's done it incredibly well. They've, they've won the hearts and minds. And there's, there's other companies out there to a lesser degree. But, um, yeah, the, the Apple tribe is really... The standout. The standout, yeah. Um, businesses that have had to redeem themselves and have had to do, like, hearts and mind campaigns are companies like Starbucks, Um Earlier this year, in, in 2018, we had the case where um, a guy was arrested in America um, in one of the Starbucks stores, um, which was not not cool and not cool at all. Um, so Starbucks went into damage control to win back the hearts and minds by they actually shut every store and they all did training that afternoon. I mean, that, Ray, that's unheard of. Like, a huge multinational chain closes every store at the same time and uh to do training or retraining retraining and so i I think that's admirable i mean they identified that there was a problem because that could have sunk them they they were at risk of losing the hearts and minds of of coffee drinkers all around the they um could have been quite um 
de- um, divisive, like it could have divided um, their their fan base, but they actually made a really big um, effort to win back the hearts and minds of their of their customers, and you know that has worked for them. Um, and the people who the companies that I can see are going to have to run these big campaigns in Australia coming up are the banks. The big four. Yeah, well, not just the no. big four, just all of the banks, because there's been a huge royal commission in in Australia about the um, wrongdoings of the banks. Now, see, banks had a really great position maybe 50 years ago, 40, 30 years ago, where they had loyal customers. They really didn't have to try too hard to win the hearts and minds of people. People would stick with the the bank that their parents and their grandparents yeah, basically basically the the bank that you first um started a bank account with when you're a small child yeah that was your bank all the way through life yeah so in australia like um just about every kid in australia started a commonwealth bank account and we just put money in that each week or month or whatever but you know really that goes back to the fact that um our parents and grandparents did exactly the same thing. It was like a, a total institution. So the, the banks didn't have to try hard to get our hearts and minds at all. And I think that actually lulled them into a false sense of security and complacency. Yep. And they didn't try. And what ha- actually happened there was that the banks then um, had what was really a, a one-sided loyalty and they took that for granted and it has really blown up in their face because I think it was probably, you know, with um, the mortgage brokers that started to open up the Australians' eyes to the fact that there was actually other options out there open to them, building societies and independent credit unions, credit unions uh, independent banks and things like that, that uh, would actually give people bank, bank loans and, and um, better service and better rates better service and and one of the things that's come out in the banking royal commission is that the banks have been serving uh, have been charging for services and not providing and not providing them and you know as we keep talking about like with the conscious consumer and the savviness of of today's consumer we are not putting up with that kind of behavior again so this one-sided loyalty that people have been showing to banks has gone because it, it disappeared on the bank side about 20 25 years ago and now people are reciprocating back and not being loyal to banks mm. and basically they're just um, starting to well they're empowered enough to pick up their mortgage and go somewhere else yeah and that's what's happening in all businesses these days i mean it used to be that you would have one doctor for life but people doctor shop now if they don't get the service that they want um dentists and really no one is um irreplaceable within anyone's life these days so as business owners we shouldn't take this for granted and what that means is we need to be constantly running these hearts and mind campaigns you know give people value show that you're loyal to them as they are loyal to you you know reward them for what they do for you and, and, and your business instead of just thinking, oh, well, I've crea- I've done a service. That's the minimum that people expect from you these days. Yeah. That's what you're getting paid for. Because without your customer, you wouldn't have a business. Exactly. And that's where a lot of people, and this is what's happened with the banks. They took it for granted. They went, well, where else are they going to get their money from? Well, from other banks. It's, you know, it's ridiculous. So... 
a heart and mind campaign is really important because you're um, bringing about the principle of reciprocity. You're, um, and there's a really great saying here that um, this is kind of like a mantra that Ray like lives a life by, and and so do I. And it's it's really beautiful. So you want to share yeah, that, Ray? It's by uh, Maya and Angelo, um, and she says, "I've learned that people will forget what you said." people will forget what you did but people will never forget how you made them feel yeah so as copywriters this kills me (laughs) because I'm all about the words but then as a copywriter it thrills me because my words make people feel something and that when I write copy I see it as a heart and mind campaign I want to move people with my words I don't want them just to read my words and go meh yeah whatever I know that if I can make someone feel something with my words, that is so much more powerful than using all these, you know, little catchphrases and power words that really mean nothing to the person. So um, for me, copywriting is very much a heart and mind campaign. And as business owners and marketers and copywriters, we need to be cognizant of the words that we use for people, how they make them feel, because if you get it right, you'll have a, a fan for life. And if you don't, you'll have an enemy and you'll be seen as a pest. And this is a huge distinction. And especially these days with social media. Oh, yeah. Because um, people are very quick to dish on you um, on social media. As soon as they feel that they've been treated badly, they'll let everybody know. Yeah. Yeah, it used to be like, you know, the reach was probably they'd let just their intimate friends and family know, maybe five five people. people. Now they tell everyone. And uh, we don't want that. And uh, that kind of social media smear campaign can... Um, it used to be um, any publicity is good publicity. Not these not days. Not so. Not these days. Um, you do not want bad publicity. Basically, it can sink you because of the mob mentality. And, uh, yeah, people will just really go out after you. So that is why we wanted to share this concept of the... Um, heart and mind campaigns hope you got something out of it today it's only a short one yeah only a short episode let us know drop us a comment yeah on the the website yep subscribe subscribe or leave us a review and um yeah five star rating would be great anyway you take care as long as we've won your heart and mind don't give it to us if we haven't <laughs> all right uh thanks for listening and we'll catch you at the next episode okay bye for now bye. hey thanks for listening to the show Come on over to BreakingThroughTheBS.com. That's BreakingThroughTheBS.com. And that's where you'll find all the episodes, all the transcribes, and all of the show notes. And remember, if you like the show, subscribe and leave a review. And let all your friends know about Breaking Through the BS. We'll catch you at the next show. Bye for now.